Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Broncos Binge Podcast, a podcast for those who bleed orange and blue. This one's for John. Produced locally in Denver, Colorado. Now, here's your hosts, Rachel Strand and Dalton Coble. Hello, Broncos country, and welcome to the Broncos Binge Podcast. The Denver Broncos podcast made by fans for fans. I am your host, Rachel Strand, and I'm also here with my co-host, Dalton Coble. The Broncos ended their preseason with a monster win over the Los Angeles Rams, beating them 41 to nothing. Honestly, it was pretty impressive that the defense was able to have a shutout considering the prior two weeks, the defense gave up two game-losing drives, or you could say game-winning, but... Game up, gave up two game-losing drives in the final few seconds. However, I will admit when I am wrong... Because last week, one of my bold predictions was that the Broncos would go 0-3 in the preseason, considering the Rams had the upper hand in the joint practice sessions. I am definitely happy that I was wrong there. We will get to a brief review of the game here shortly, but first, let's cover some Broncos news. Thus far, the Broncos have cut down their roster to 53, and as well assembled their practice squad for the season. Some notable ones were cut away, and some eras are over. I know some fans might be a little upset. I'll let Rachel talk about one that I'm sure yeah. she's pretty upset about. Yeah, it. some of the notable cuts included Kendall Hinton. So it unfortunately seems like the Kendall Hinton era is over in Denver because he was not signed back to the practice squad. So honestly, we're very thankful for his efforts here in Denver, especially when he came in and was our quarterback against the Saints a couple years ago. But, um, you know, I hope... He never has to buy a drink here in Denver again because he he really put his all out there for us in that game and really gave his all in general when he was trying to find a spot on the roster as a wide receiver. But thank you, Kendall, for everything that you've done. Some other notable uh, roster cuts were Ben DiNucci, our kicker Brett Maher, Montreal Washington, and Marquez Callaway. Honestly, the Montreal Washington cut is... Kind of interesting, Dalton, isn't it? Yeah, his time in Denver was pretty short. Didn't really last that long. One of George Patton's, or Payton's, excuse me, don't yell at me. One of George <laughs> Payton's picks that he probably would like back. I mean, yeah, it was it was a seventh round pick, so I don't think we lost much. But I, we, did, we definitely drafted him in the hopes of reviving our special teams unit. And that kind of fell flat on its face last season. So it was kind of weird that they just... We're like one season and done. I mean, it probably has to do with the fact that we brought in a whole new coaching staff. So um, interesting tidbit about that, though. He 
recently signed to the Chiefs practice squad. So, yeah, he signed with the enemy. <laughs> it always happens. Yeah. Marquez Calloway's era in Denver was officially over, even though it lasted all of couple not months. even a season. <laughs> couple months. Yeah. And he went to the Raiders practice squad as well. Now that... That sus, because who do we play in week one? The Raiders. Are you trying to get some intel on us, Josh McDaniels, huh? Huh? You think Brady comes out of retirement and plays for the Raiders? Absolutely not. Get out of here with that type of BS. That's awful. If anything, they're going to turn to Aiden O'Connell, their their rookie that they drafted. Like, I mean, Jimmy G is going to get hurt. Like, that's that's a given. Um, But... It'll probably just fall back on Aiden O'Connell and watch watch them tank for um, Caleb Williams. That'd be interesting. But no, Brady's not coming out of retirement. That's, I, I forgot he was part of the does, ownership group. If he does, you can eat my boot. Ugh. Yeah, if he does, you can eat my boots. Yeah, I will literally microwave one of your shoes and put it on a plate and eat it. Yeah, I yeah, I will. I'll send, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. Can I at least have some sauce with it? My God, I just, that would literally be... The worst. Like, almost Brett Favre-esque. Your nightmare? Yeah. That, that would be your nightmare. You, you're telling me that he do, you don't think that he would do something like that? Well, he probably would, because I swear there's some sort of... he's There's some self-confidence issue or something, because it's almost like Brett Favre-esque. He just doesn't know when to, like, just call it quits. When and to it's let like, go? Yeah, I mean, he's already a legendary Hall of Fame-bound quarterback, and that hurts me to say, but he's already, like, there's nothing more to prove. Like, he already, him staying in the league this long broke up his family and his marriage, so it's like, what what more do you need to prove? How many rings does he have? Like, seven? Another one? No. what What if he wants another one? That's stupid. I mean, he's literally already, by some definition, he is one of the best, if not the best quarterback ever to have played. Um, but It's okay. He's the best. <laughs> mumble, mumble. Um, but he, there's nothing more to prove. Like, he's done it. He's part of the greats. Like, there's just stay retired. Enjoy spending time with your family. I mean, yeah, I mean. Isn't it? It's, it's just enough. He's, he should be done. Anyways, that is a complete side tangent there. <laughs> Regarding Brett Maher, that era also came to an end. He missed a couple kicks in the preseason, and I, I feel like the Broncos were like, okay, maybe he still has the yips from when he was in that historically bad performance against, what was it, the Bucks? Yeah. Cowboys and Bucks when he missed four in the Somehow the Cowboys still managed to win, but maybe he's still, maybe he's still in his head a little bit. I'm not, I'm not sure. And then maybe the Broncos thought he was still in his head, but he actually signed to the Rams practice squad, which is a bit odd considering they don't have a kicker on their active roster at the moment. So, um, we'll see. So honestly, I wouldn't say there was anything too shocking regarding the roster cuts. Um, Something that is a tiny bit shocking, however, um, is we traded Albert Okwebnam and a 2025 7th round pick to the Eagles for a 2025 6th round pick. And this might be a 
bit of a shocker to some people considering he had a pretty monster preseason game against the Rams with over 100 yards receiving and a touchdown, but maybe it was just like a little too late for him. I also don't think his blocking was all too fabulous. No, it was it was one of his most highly critiqued aspects of his game. He just, if you're a tight end who can't block, you might as well just be a wide receiver honestly um, especially in Sean Payton's team yeah in a Sean Payton offense you got to know how to block as a tight end so honestly I I don't entirely I'm not the biggest fan of kind of what we got in return here it almost seems like we shipped off more to get him just off the roster like we sent him and a pick to get a sixth round pick so it's like maybe if we didn't have to attach a pick with that maybe it'd feel a little bit better but I mean it's unfortunate he had definitely he was a physical specimen and insanely athletic he had that amazing one-handed catch in the last preseason game but again just seems like a little too late honestly watch he'll probably ball out in the Eagles offense with Jalen Hurts who knows (laughs) the Broncos made Another addition after trading Albert away and traded for Saints kicker Will Lutz. So I like that move personally. Yeah. Honestly, the more Saints players we add, we're just going to become Saints West, honestly. Wait, isn't that a name of one of the Kardashian kids now that I think about it? Saint West? I think it is. Anyways, um, (laughs) so we keep signing more Saints players, but Will Lutz is a pretty proven veteran kicker. If I'm not entirely sure if he's better, better than Maher. I know he's younger, maybe a bit more powerful of a leg, but he was pretty proven on Sean Payton's Saints teams. So we'll see how that goes. But if the Broncos were willing to trade for him, I think they gave up. Not entirely sure what the what they gave up for him, but I don't think it was anything too crazy. But yeah, I am excited to see him kick in mile high air. So let's dive into a brief review of the last game. Since this is a week where we don't play a game this weekend, we might as well review the previous game. Uh, Next episode, we'll probably review the season opener against the Raiders, so make sure you tune in then as well. Honestly, Dalton, despite it being the third preseason game, it was super fun to watch because like usually preseason games can be a bit of a snoozer but like this was one of the more fun ones to watch in recent years in both the preseason and regular season and that in its own way is kind of a bit sad because us Broncos fans are just looking for something anything good to happen with this team but we kind of we just need some sort of positivity somewhere because we've been dwelling in the basement of the NFL for so many seasons now and it's just it's just emotionally taxing. Personally, I loved watching this game because I got to see highlights of depth in the defense that I didn't know was there personally. Uh, he's saying Basie, Bassie getting a pick because K1 Williams might not be ready for the opening season, so he might not need, to, need to fill in the starting nickel role. And Drew Sanders getting a pick and showing flashes. Looks like he can cover tight ends or just cover the middle of the field is a blessing because I haven't had that experience since the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, uh, our depth kind of made me feel a little bit better considering the previous two games, our defenses kind of struggled a little bit or the depth parts of the defense struggled a bit. So it was kind of, it made me feel a little bit better. On the offensive side of things, Jared Stidham kind of balled out. And yeah, I know it was against like second, third, and fourth stringers, but the dude looked pretty great. Even our... The, the undrafted rookie running back 
put his lock in for the 53 spot in this game. Yeah, Jaleel McLaughlin. I am so excited about that potential three-headed monster. Javante Williams, Samaje P. Ryan, and Jaleel McLaughlin. I... Oof, if that stays healthy, if that whole unit stays healthy, just watch out because we're going to run it down your throat. <laughs> it was also good to see tight ends outside the starting role perform well, even though one was traded away. It's still better seeing tight ends being used in this than they were last season because the way we used tight ends last season was, in my opinion, awful. <laughs> Yeah, Nathaniel Hackett did not really know how to utilize his tight ends. Um, I have high hopes for Greg Dulcich. I I know there's a, under, I think he was an undrafted free agent. Nate Adkins made the roster over Albert O, hence why Albert O was traded. But I'm kind of excited to see what Sean Payton can do with Dulcich. I know he hasn't seen the field that much in the preseason because I think he's nursing an injury from last season. But honestly, he we could see that long hair of his <laughs> flying down the field towards the end zone. He but, is fast, isn't he? Yeah, I'm definitely excited to see more of him. But on the Rams side of things, I will say Stetson Bennett looked kind of awful. And he, what, he's got a couple of national championships with Georgia. He's fresh out of college, Um I don't know. Was he drafted or did he go undrafted? I could have sworn he might have been drafted in the late round by no, the Rams. No, he was, he was drafted late round. Yeah. I just don't remember what round. I think it I, was like six or seven. I think it was like fifth or something. Fifth or later or something like that. Regardless, no, regardless, he was the worst rated quarterback in the preseason by Pro Football Focus. And I think because he was drafted and maybe the Rams see something in him. He actually was kept on the roster and he is Matt Stafford's backup for the season. So we will see how that goes, but it it was kind of good to see the Broncos defense giving him fits. And like, again, this was our second, third and fourth stringers giving him the fits and their offense just could not get anything going. And this was great to see considering during the practices the Rams offense kind of had the upper hand but they kept that zero on the scoreboard they just did not allow them to do anything it was just great to see we just looked it up and turns out that he was picked in the fourth round 128th overall I mean we were close enough that still considers his late round but still <laughs> he looked if Matt Stafford goes down it's, it's yeah game over it's, it's game over for the Rams. Potentially Caleb Williams time for the Rams. With this win, I have full faith that we're going to beat the Raiders week one. Even with Josh Jacobs back, because I know Josh Jacobs like to likes to own us and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's not going to happen this year. Okay, I mean, we'll dive deeper into that. I've got some def- definite bold takes about that game as well. Um, and the season as well. Um, but we'll dive into that, the podcast that's scheduled to come out before the game. But and we definitely saw some ups and downs from the Broncos in this preseason. And I guess I'm just going to proceed forward with some cautious optimism. My ideal hope is that we will be better than last season, considering, I mean, the bar from last season is so incredibly low. It's going to be hard it's going to be hard, very hard to achieve that again or get worse than that. 
to be honest, because last year was that bad. So honestly, it's just onwards and upwards for the Broncos from here. But yeah, I don't think we can get any worse than what we were last year. And if we if we do, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> I can't. I'm so just emotionally taxed. It's over. It's over. I'm just John Elway. John Elway sold his soul for that Super Bowl. <laughs> so it was a bit of a shorter episode this week, but we are very excited that next weekend we will be seeing regular season Broncos football for the first time in a long time. So we can't wait to talk about that next week. But thank you for tuning into this episode of the Broncos Binge Podcast. The Broncos Binge Podcast will be released weekly on Fridays, and we hope you will tune in for future episodes. If you have any comments or suggestions of stuff you'd like to see on the podcast, let us know. Make sure to follow both of us on Twitter, at RachelNFL and at NFLDalton. And once again, I am your host, Rachel Strand. And I am Dalton Coble. Thanks for listening, and go Broncos.